welcome back to episode three of the ultra way podcast as always uh i'm kyle joined by my colleagues ultra mar ultra bochis and ultra jd and we hope you guys had a good past uh two weeks uh we should probably start by saying (laughs) if you last listened to our podcast we were slightly wrong get a little (laughs) corrections corner going here very (laughs) um so if you don't know what we're talking about on our last episode we said a drop was still going to come um it looked like the market was slightly retracing but we thought it was just a little breather and that we were going to head straight back down yeah not so much the market recovered about 18 percent. so but you know what happened i don't know if you guys know we were that sunday night when futures open they gapped up so much that we were wrong at the open i mean yeah i think the gap was what 900 points it was wild. Something crazy. It was yeah. it was a lot. So as soon as it opened, <laughs> we, we should have known. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't stand a chance. Yeah. No. Um, but again, this is why it's our opinion, and uh, we're gonna get into more later about what we think is probably gonna happen even after this. Thankfully, we're day traders. So yeah. Even if we're wrong, going into the day, we can still be correct. Yes. Exactly. Going off what Marlo said, exactly. We're day traders, so we gotta be thankful about that, and we still took advantage of the market going up. So yeah, I mean, we still having our opinions going into it, and it's fun to talk about. That's why we do this. By the end of the day, when it opens, we're ready for us to be wrong, and just adapt to that situation, regardless of oh, it's gonna go down, and then we see futures up thousand points. That's fine. We'll just adjust and. We're fine. Yeah, we're not going into market open buying puts just because we said nah, it was nah, going to go down. We say it time and time, time exactly. and time again. We don't trade with bias, you know. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Plus, no, we didn't have swing trades open. We were just ready to new balance, new clean sheet on the day of and trade what's what's there. And I mean, can you really blame us considering everything that's going on? Yeah. There was no end in sight, and there's yeah. still not technically. I I was surprised in general as to why we opened. I want to say it was like 900 points. I mean, when I saw the notification, I found it weird and just surprising i didn't see any reason for that to happen but i mean again the market does what it wants you know and it's kind of interesting too because all the news about the stimulus and all the stuff happened the week prior so for i think the week that all the the news was already out the week before this it had no really direction that it took and then this week out of the blue you're seeing you know worse more deaths and things of that nature and then the market takes off yeah yeah uh i'm gonna call it the trump effect (laughs) i think he's always gonna be doing what he can to make sure it's not too bad and that it goes up. So didn't he tweet the light at the end of the tunnel or something? Right, USA strong. You know, and that's his mo. He's a businessman at heart, so you know. I don't blame him. Stock market is his baby at the end of the day. Oh yeah. So we, it's clear. Everyone knows that he watches it closely. So anytime we start seeing these drops, we can count on him to just pick us back up. Yeah, figure out something. Yeah. So and um, I was not happy with Pelosi. What was it like a week or two ago? We were looking to do some trades and she had come out and said some stuff that really kind of messed up not necessarily what she said but it just what she said went opposite of what the market was doing at the time yeah and so it kind of screwed up the flow a little bit so i wasn't happy that was midweek wasn't it yeah i think it was was a friday it was like something it was like a week ago it wasn't this past week but i think it was yeah yeah yeah. but but either way that's important too because it it literally shows how randomly at any time of the day or any trading session random news or something that's an anomaly could affect the trading period yeah, I think it was either a Monday, Wednesday, or Friday because it was when we were getting ready to do our lotto. Yeah. And that's when we, like, saw the market ready to die. And then, boom, she comes out and says something yeah. to, like, save the market. That was Friday then. 
wasn't it? It was like a Friday or I Wednesday. Yeah. Friday You're open. right. I think it had to be a Friday. Yeah, that's why. Because we're looking at a lot of those. Yeah. Definitely, we're going back to our. I said this to you guys. Like we're going back to the news heavy uh, ways, which I guess I would take that over. You know, extremely high volume market tanking. I guess. I mean, we survived that, but is it which I don't know which would I don't you rather agree. Have? actually I would rather have the high volume market tanking wow just because when you get that news heavy that for me that means that at any point we have any report of numbers any type of tweet anything automatically affects what we're doing and it could be very random as we know so that's why I don't like the market or the news heavy market because of that reason if it's just going down or that volatility of just volume downwards I prefer that personally hmm I don't really like news driven either from the market only because you guys know I love to intraday. Yeah, trade, exactly. Yeah, and that, so, that messes up that. Very yeah, true. It's like being a trade, everything looking perfect to me. One little tweet and some headline comes out and just destroys my trade completely. Mm-hmm. But I, I want to say this is as bad as last year's China news driven. Oh, trade wars. That yeah. was horrible. Trade wars news last year. That was by far. Wow. And I mean, yeah. and that's what kind of made us, you know, no swings whatsoever. Like, you know, we were already yeah. emphasizing no swings, but now it's like. Even then, it messed my psyche up so much. I couldn't even execute my day trades that mm-hmm. well. I was screwing up the easiest setups on those. Because you would always think, damn, and even a second now, I'm going to get a tweet. Yeah. And that's what I hated. And that's yeah. why, even I would say from January and most of March, it wasn't like this up until maybe the last two weeks where you could trade whatever you wanted. Mm-hmm. The news didn't really. Um, affect your position all that much um, up until I would say the last two weeks where as we see any news affects almost the entire market yeah. and it's so random yeah um, I think a really big thing with you know news driven and stuff is more than ever you have to trade your plan because if oh, yeah. you don't then not only is that constant bug in your mind like oh man what if something drops well if now if you don't have your plan and it's not clear now you're really stuck in the middle of nowhere yeah, and then definitely. it's you know so i think that's one thing we've learned from but usually honestly we're usually other than sometimes bolchies but the other three of us we're usually done within the first 30 minutes mm-hmm. you know unless we take intraday intraday trades with bolchies and that's where it does hurt i mean for, yeah, yeah for sucks you. sometimes but that's why i still try to do my momentum momentum trades in the morning then i like even though i should be done for the day i like doing the intraday yeah don't go so heavy yeah true yeah, yeah. And I would say last year prepared us for this, um, what's going on now. Because last year was way worse. So I would say we're prepared for what's coming or what's happening now. Yeah, definitely. And like we say too, like if, if you're trading right now, which is trying times, like un- we've never never before seen circumstances than when, you know, the the economy and the news is kind of crazy. The way it drives the, new- the market now is going to die down and trading will become a little bit more easier. So if you're able to be profitable in these times you know it's a good sign definitely definitely so um we kind of touched on last week and the week prior um some major major headlines as far as stocks we had kind of a lot of stuff this week um i mean chinese stocks what is going on man um two stocks with fraudulent numbers oh it's definitely bad when you when you I think it was like what a month or two ago. Muddy Waters came out with a report yep. that said LK was they they watched the security camera footage and they're you know having posting fraudulent numbers. And you know what makes it worse is that I saw on Twitter when Muddy Waters had uh, reported that 
they were getting rammed. I'm like, oh, so yeah. who are these then, people? Was, um, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not real. What the heck? And come on, come on. And another I mean, research company, they literally said, we're still long on LK. Don't oh. worry. This is just like, you know, fluff pretty much. And then when it comes out, you see LK down 75%. Yeah. Pre-market. Couldn't believe it was actually a reality. Where did you see that? Or what? You said it was an article? Uh, I saw it on Twitter. I saw it was an analyst. I saw it on Twitter. It was like Citron Research or something. Yeah. Yeah, see... That's why, personally, I feel like you can't trust those analysts who come out against these types of things mm-hmm. just because they have, like, they have their their bias. Their, there's a reason they're saying it. It's not random. You're right. You know what I mean? They're saying it for a reason. It's because they're, you know, in that position or they have connections to that stock. So they're obviously going to say, hey, don't worry about it. It's Nothing's going on, regardless if something is or not. Yeah. You know? Yeah, definitely. And then our boy Boshi's over here in the middle of the week pointed out another Chinese stock that yeah. was lying about numbers which was a TAL education drop <sighs> didn't drop as bad as to LK but still almost like what a $10 move down was but it, for, it's for the same reason yes. fraudulent numbers same yeah thing? same, yeah, thing, same thing you know what's funny last year when Trump had said that they were going to delist Chinese stocks potentially and I saw a lot of news saying that they should because we can't trust their numbers blah 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 I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't know about that until mm-hmm. now. I'm seeing it. Uh, now we're seeing it. In yeah. flesh. I'm not saying to delist them, but that's I mean, bad. Man. That's crazy that and you can't. Yeah. Uh, I and I hate trading Chinese stocks. I tell yeah. you guys, I don't trade. You guys sometimes will bring up like Baba, Baba yeah. and Baidu, and one. I I can't stand. I don't like trading them. I, only, I can't even trade them. I've only traded like Baba, JD, um, IQ, IQ, oh, all of them. But now, but now I'm, I'm staying away from them, and we. I hope you guys stay away from them too. I because, can't do it. Yeah, I can't remember the last time I traded. Chinese stock. I think it was all of us together when we were trading LK at the time. Yeah, actually January. Pretty well. Yeah, January, December, December January. January. That yeah. Was the only, oh yeah, because that's when, when they, they were on fire. On oh yeah, in December, and then into January is when it finally like made that huge move. Yeah. That's when like people just kept talking good news about it. So yeah. much volume going into it, and look what happened. Yeah. yeah, but see, that's why we, at least us, since we're day traders, we look at these as trading vehicles, not mm-hmm. investment mm-hmm. opportunities. Because a lot of people who are in it are probably in there as a long-term investment oh yeah some people probably had lk like yeah. as, as equivalent of starbucks yeah, for like, a long-term investment exactly like they might have that in our in their portfolio like john said instead of starbucks oh, let me get lk because it's china so whatever so they have it as as an investment tool or an investment for the long term and we just day traded it and it didn't matter whether it's fraudulent or not yeah you know, it's a beautiful thing 90 percent of people don't understand that starbucks went through a whole rebranding phase and like they used to sell ice cream and yeah. you know all this other stuff, and they had to double down and say, "No, we're a coffee, coffee place. Yeah. Let's sell the coffee." And they got their products so tight knit and so wound up, and now it's you know this it's big, one. yeah, number one by far, not even close. Oh, no. And that's why it's because they doubled down and they said, "No, this is what we are. We're going to stick to it." And they created a blueprint, and you follow the blueprint or you yeah. get out. So not to mention that Starbucks is an American company, and right. I mean I would say that's more trustworthy. Yeah. In terms of what they're reporting. I'm not saying they're perfect either, but I'm saying if you're gonna make an investment into some type of coffee chain, Starbucks is the number one just because it's an American company. You can trust the numbers relatively. Yep. As we can see as we see okay, they're supposed to be modeled after, you know, oh it's another coffee company, but right. you just can't trust them. And one thing I wanna add in too, because I know a lot of our people that listen into this podcast are gonna be more entry level or you know, they don't know a lot about investing. So what would you guys say if someone's like, Oh, like LK's dropped so much, it's a good buying opportunity. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. I had somebody uh text me, I wanna get Delta because it's a good airline and whatever and I was like, 
I was straight up. I said I wouldn't touch the airlines with a ten foot barge pole. Like yeah. stay away. Um, they're not even profitable right now, and they're not going to be for a long time. Don't they all need and, aid? Right. And then she uh, was like, "Well, maybe." So you're saying I shouldn't just buy it just because it's down? And I was like, "No." Uh, she really said that. Yep. That's yep. dangerous. I was like, "No." We already talked about this, yeah, but you can't yeah, do that. Yeah. One thing that happened too is LK. I think it originally dropped down to about four dollars a share, and I think that first day I opened, I think it jumped up to about ten dollars so yeah. you could have made money on that initial squeeze but i think the people then some people bought it at six dollars a share seven dollars a share and now they're already back down 50 percent from their investment so that's why we don't recommend those types of those are speculative plays with no you know no guarantee no there's no base yeah, yeah there's no basis for entry other than pure speculation and like we said that's not investing that's gambling at that point mm-hmm. yeah i mean if you're gonna do speculative trading at least be experienced and i don't know too many experienced speculative traders that are gonna that they wouldn't even take this type of trade yeah you know i mean and like what marlo was saying earlier about starbucks honestly i'll pick starbucks over okay any day oh yeah easily and like for those long-term investors or people that are trying to hold long term you gotta look into more things other than just all oh, this stock fell so much yeah oh yeah yeah what are their fundamentals like what yeah. are the dividends like and one thing like, too is a lot of people are like oh the stock price is cheaper. Like, say, for example, Starbucks is trading at $60 a share or another one is trading at $10 a share. That doesn't mean anything. What you're looking at is percentage growth, not dollar, you know. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So like, if Starbucks grows, you know, 6 bucks at 10%, but if it, one that's $4 only moves a little, you know, it goes down most of the time, it's not going to be relative. So look at it, you know, percentage growth. Yeah. Especially price I mean, per share is not really. You can just see it um, in your daily life. We see everyone has Starbucks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do I have this anymore? Mm-hmm. it's everywhere everywhere and it's going to be for a very very long time i think we all can can attest agree to that, that. Oh, for yeah. sure. they're not going yeah. anywhere um yeah another one that was uh pretty pretty big in the news um not even in the news but just big with As the market trading, rally yeah. was uh last episode we did bring i think john brought yeah, up I think e-commerce I, brought up, I said yeah you know when we were looking at stocks that we would potentially look at during these interesting times i said the e-commerce market would be would be one to look at yep. and i think the week after that podcast it wasn't looking too good mm-hmm. but this yeah. week was phenomenal for oh Shopify. yeah shop is back baby yeah. um i, I made it. some decent trades on that yeah, sure. yeah. yeah so i guess i have to thank john for that for bringing <laughs> yeah, it back I mean, to our attention but... i didn't trade it personally but if my boy kyle picked up on yeah. it hey that's all i'm um, all about it yeah shop is one of those that if you could time it right it is beautiful it is. i mean beautiful yeah. And I want to say one thing too. I know, what, like, well, a couple of minutes ago, we we're saying just because it went down so much doesn't mean it can't go down more. Mm-hmm. With shop, even myself, sometimes like, there's no way it keeps going up. Don't think like that. It could keep going up too because yeah. I think it went up like what thirty, forty points in one day this week. Yeah, ten yeah. percent, like almost twice. Yeah, yeah two twice. times. Shop is a mover. Yeah, yeah. Like when it gets moving, it's a mover. It's yeah. up there to me. It's up there with Tesla, Tesla yeah, Amazon, um, Google. It's that type of yeah. it's that type of stock to trade. When it's a mover, when it's, it's dead, uh, I mean, it's, it's the bid ask is too it's, it's a too terrible, wild, yeah, yeah. yeah. But when it's no moving volume. and people are actually trading it, love it. Yeah, I mean, oh yeah, all of January, the there. come on, yeah, oh yeah, all of January. <laughs> Thank you, Tesla. And <laughs> yeah, for real, for real. Those were the go tos. You could kind of just wake up and every day, yeah, every single day. Tesla shop, yep, yeah. those are on the list. Did, didn't even have to make it. We mm-hmm. did it because we love to, but right. We honestly did not have to make a watch list. Because no. every day we just say, test and shop, test yeah. and shop. Because we always went back to those. And that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Because so, we know how they move. Yep. You know? Yep. When the money's there, my goodness. Follow it. Yeah. 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 And then we have my boy Bochi's favorite, Costco. 
Yes, sir. Who Do reported it. numbers this <laughs> or the March sales numbers? What was it on Friday, right? Thursday. No, Thursday. Or Thursday. Yep. Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. Yeah, because was it or was it Wednesday? After it might have been Wednesday night. It was, it was Wednesday, Wednesday after market. Yeah, exactly. Thursday. Obviously, you wake it up. It opened yeah. up. Yeah, which surprisingly dropped after reporting. What was it? Fifteen billion dollars in sales. Yeah. What a, they went? What was it? A billion dollars more. They wanted. Yeah, they wanted basically like seventeen billion. Yeah. That's wild. That's not good me. enough. Fifteen billion. We did bad. This, we That's did bad. wild to me. That's that crazy. is wild to me. And um, dropped right, big time. Which, I think it dropped. Yeah, about like ten. Yeah, fifteen I points. Don't, I don't get Costco sometimes, man. I don't get it. I think I, I love that on intraday. Yeah. Like Bochi has mastered that intraday. Yeah. But at the open, I, yeah. I can't do it. I don't get it. I can't lie though. Um, I actually traded Costco. Mm-hmm. I was kind of getting stuck in a way where I wasn't trading too well with the super mega, like you know, Nvidia and things of those nature, mm-hmm. and I. And those are co- co- usually cost about six to eight hundred dollars. You know, from what I was trading per contract, yeah. sometimes four hundred. But I was trading Costco this week, and it was about mm-hmm. three to four hundred a contract. And you know, the profit ratio, you know, for how much you're putting it using for buying power, was way better. And yeah. I think Costco moves way nicer than I expected to see. So good call out by Bochies. And also, it was moving so well this week, only because people were expecting numbers. So there was a lot of volume going into it. Hmm. So a lot of volume is going to the stock, like how. Shopify sometimes doesn't have enough volume, but when it does, you guys can see how well it moves. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So that was disappointing to see that fifteen billion was a not enough. Yeah, <laughs> not enough. I when I say I don't get Costco, I mean I don't get the people who are like investing because that doesn't make any sense to me. Um, maybe they can explain, but I don't see a explanation. That's for a, that. like the like greed at that point. We want yeah. more. We want more. Right. Yeah, yeah. I don't get it, but. I, I'm still gonna have it on my list. I love I love trading it when I can. Mm. Mm. Um, another one that actually reared its head <laughs> this week, Disney. It came Our out of the black good Disney. buddy Disney. Kyle's favorite. Oh man. <laughs> um, but this is actually very commendable. Fifty million plus Disney Plus subscribers. Right. That's that's wild. I, I think that's important to add too because I know in the beginning a lot of people were saying, oh, the only reason they have so much subscribers was due to the, you know, they have free Verizon. If you have Verizon, you mm-hmm. get for free, the free trials and all these signups and stuff. But No, but to, there's yeah, a demand yeah, for that yeah, thing. Oh, there's there's demand. Demand. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, and you have to think about how much of a footprint Disney really has. We joke about it. We say we don't like to trade it because yeah. it looks bad. But as an investment? Great investment. Nice. There are yeah. footprints everywhere. Exactly. I mean, they're in talks with buying... Your favorite stock, WWE. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Are they really? so, yes, they, this is real. They're really? the sports scene with very ESPN. real. Yeah, this one. So since like the last two weeks or so, it might even be longer than that because I've been no seeing way. it rear its head for a while now. Oh wow, they are in talks to possibly now. Is Vince McMahon going to sell it? Probably not. But they're probably. I mean, if they make an offer, he can't refuse. Yeah. You know, I mean, he might know that the XFL. Was you like, know, God. which and that's another thing. That's sad with the XFL because they had everything going right this time yeah. last time you can make the argument it was too gimmicky whatever this right. time I actually liked it yeah. and now they're you know it sucks that the viruses was causing them to fail right. this time that's not their fault to me the XFL was gonna be a success okay. and you know but anyway that's right when they got know, traction too yeah right when they were getting you know that sucks but it seems like Vince McMahon just can't get the football right but um, <laughs> just catch a break. yeah um but Disney, they got their footprint everywhere, and they do. To see that they're also getting fifty million subscribers is is it's healthy. That's wild, and yeah. how new it is—that's wild. You yeah, know? and uh, that news came out of nowhere. I wasn't expecting that at all. I just saw, I was chilling, saw my phone like, "Oh, Disney up certain yeah. like, was it like six percent right yeah. after the market yeah. closed? Boom, shot up with like seventy dollars. Yeah, going yeah. a little more up. Yeah, and that's a good thing about a company like Disney is. 
they might be lacking in one part of mm-hmm. their you know of their diversification portfolio but in other uh, parts of it they have you know the money crunches yeah, where they're getting that big stream yeah. of income in right now their amusement parks are closed right and there was a lot of bad news with the parks and exactly. that they're losing traction in the parks but i think they were even downgraded weren't they mm-hmm. downgraded, they sure were said about two years to recover just from the park income yeah. which that was gonna happen eventually yeah. anyway regardless of the virus because there was I think it was sometime last year they were talking about how the California parks already losing a ton of population. So, you know, and and that started probably when they raised the prices to ridiculous yeah. amounts. But and they keep going and they keep yeah. raising it, raising it. Raising so it. <laughs> multiple times a year, sometimes it seems. Did they create their own problem? Probably in part. I would probably, say so. Yeah, yeah. And they got to postpone their movies. Like I think what was it Mulan? Yeah, oh, yeah. Coming yeah. Out? Oh, like in it? terms of showtimes? Yeah. Because the no theaters are going to yeah. show, yeah. You're right. Yeah. But, I mean, wow. one thing they did do was with Onward, they released it on Disney+, Plus, I believe. Mm. So that's a that's good, a good movie. Really. I recommend it. <laughs> that is a good movie. I just watched it. Really? It was okay. a great movie, actually. So, so, okay. Disney, I mean... It, it needed some life, because from yeah. what I'm seeing... I mean, I know most of us don't trade it. I actually tried to this week. Didn't go well. <laughs> that's why it's on the blacklist. Yeah, exactly. So, whatever. <laughs> um, point is, is that it definitely needs some life, because in terms of trading or using it to trade... It's been very quiet. Yeah, so. very, very. I mean, you could pretty much buy puts on it for the last month, and you would have been yeah. cashing out at the bank. So. Exactly. Definitely, uh, definitely one that's trying to get some life in it. Yeah, because any anytime we're up on futures and they gap up, they close red. Is what I'm seeing. Hmm. Hmm. And a lot of selling pressure then. Exactly. Yeah. But um, yeah, that was another one that also made. Uh, and then uh, I just want to. I want to get into uh, one of our subscribers' favorites, Square. Oh, yeah. Shout out to my boy, oh, Tristan. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Tristan, man. Oh, boy. Yeah. Man. Yeah, which is also a lot of... All, it's, it's actually... I think yeah. it's all of our favorites. It's actually... Kyle, this guy. He's Kyle, trading like Kyle every day. Kyle, <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah. And For then, a while. We also called it out in the last... The last episode. Yeah, we, we sure did. did. Too. We sure yeah. did. Because, yeah. I, I mean... We looked at it for the wrong reason. We said because they were going to look at helping the government um, pass out the yeah, stimulus checks. Yeah, which ended up being but, yeah, nothing. But, but it still moved, though. It did move. Nonetheless. Yeah. Definitely it's, did. It's been moving for at least the past two weeks, but this week it finally started this breaking out. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. this week it literally went up 50% from 40 to 60. Yeah, market helped. And then from, well, I think it was when Jack Dorsey said he was going to donate a billion dollars. Yep. Oh, yeah. Right. That's and commendable. The next day, and then, well, not only that, but the next day, Twitter, I think, bursted three points. And then yep. Square, the next mm-hmm. two days, was about 10 to 15. That's wild. I was actually in that trade when it was taking out. And Marlo yeah. told me, like, hey, this looks good. I was like, all right, I'm going to trust him. Yeah. And but- <laughs> Square is one of those that, when again, when there's volume, I mean, this thing, yeah, you forget because it's only $60 now and stuff. But this thing moves. It does. We saw what really? happened on Thursday. Yeah. Damn. Any volume in that? Man, yeah, and I messed up too because both teachers were like, "Get in, John." He didn't, <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't even tell me. He said, "Get in, John," and I hesitated. I was like, "Ah!" Just like that, two, three, four dollars move. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. But um, and it, what's it called? But also when it like it doesn't go up, it like it just moves either direction. When it moves, it moves. But also when it like tanks, it tanks. Yeah, that's true. That, and that's I like those type of stocks because mm-hmm. some when it moves, it goes up a lot, and then when it goes. Not when it goes, it just doesn't do anything on the downside. Yeah. And Square, like you said, it takes off and it dumps. Yeah. So either way you take it, because I think we played it, I played it for puts and 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 calls this week. Mm-hmm. And that just shows, I mean, you can take it either way. Yeah. And one that's way. getting a little bit of what you talked about, where when it goes up, it goes up. But when it goes down, it kind of doesn't do anything. Tesla's starting to get like that. When it goes down, it won't go down. No. Nah. 
kind of loses its steam really quickly. It, it just floats. No, floats. I agree because I'm noticing that every time I go for calls and it really takes off, mm-hmm. perfect. And when every time I, I'm expecting it to do a certain thing on the downside, yep. it makes a small move, but nowhere near to what I am familiar with yeah. with Tesla. Because I'm used to 10 to $15 moves yep. on the downside mm-hmm. and within three, four minutes. Exactly. And now I'm getting 3 or $4 every... Ten minutes, yeah, and it's you know, and so I'm minutes. stuck there watching and watching. So I had to get out my position so quickly and just, yeah. Right now, I'm, I'm seeing to the upside. There's a lot more potential mm-hmm. until it really starts to lose and, some of that. And that's when I was talking about the last episode. It's going back to its two hundred dollar ways, and they're ugly. They're not good. Yeah. When Tesla was trading in the two thirties, two hundreds, it was horrible. Yeah, and it's yeah. going back to those characteristics, and uh, it's I'm sad to possibly see it go. I just so, want to see it take a direction. Yeah, don't care. I don't. Up or down. Right. If it tanks, let it tank. Yeah. Let it do something. Because yeah. I'm getting tired of this little quietness. Because mm-hmm. I, I know we, for the most part, all love trading Tesla. Mm-hmm. You know, like we almost all watch it every single day. Yeah. Even if we don't trade it, you know? You did have that one beautiful card, though. I don't remember which day it was. But it had like $30, $40 move upward. And you literally caught it exactly. Tesla, at, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Like after and you didn't even minutes. stay in as long uh, as you should. But again, with how things are. That's why, because <laughs> of. Yeah. Like, if it was in January. For sure, I would have stayed in for a nice five. Sell minutes. half, you know, let yeah. the other ride. But yeah. right now, um, once I see profit and I see something going on that I'm not liking, I just get yeah. out. take my profit yeah. and get out. If I'm if I'm wrong in getting out, at least you know I'm for profit. We always say, no, we don't go broke taking profit. Yeah, right? you can't. It's you know impossible. What I mean? I'd rather yeah. get out, take that profit instead of staying in and being incorrect and then losing it all. So yeah. you, know, you have to take market conditions into. It's a lot easier to look back and be like, man, I missed out on another 20 yeah. grand yeah. instead of being like, man, I didn't get anything out of this. Exactly. And and it went, you know, so it's a lot, you know. 100% agree with you on that. It's, yeah. it's easier once you're out of the trade. Yeah, yeah. hindsight, yeah. Yeah. so much easier. Yeah. Yeah, and then um, also, oh, what was I going to say? Um, I don't know, was it about Tesla or was it? Yeah, just about Tesla. How like what's it called? Oh, that how the market's been really choppy a lot yeah. this week. Like, yeah. there's times where we get into a tr- we're like looking at the charts and we will get into a train until 15 minutes later, and that really doesn't happen to us a lot. Oh yeah, yeah. there was yeah. a couple of days too. Like, yeah. I think Kyle and I were just staring at the computer for 30, 45 minutes, but just waiting to get in a trade. And usually we're done back in bed by that time. So, yeah. me and John, I think it was Monday. Um, we're so used to chop, and we called Nvidia beautifully. I mean, perfect entry, perfect. <laughs> everything yeah. to the team and again with the choppiness and stuff we sold early got profit but oh my goodness did we leave stuff on the table on and i mean yeah it was I'm literally like 100 percent return probably oh more than that because again we sold right before our contracts jumped in the money which yeah. is again we all know that's when your contracts take off oh yeah mm-hmm. oh, that one hurt that one hurt but again market conditions conditioned me to sell early rather than hold too late exactly again work you're getting out for a reason yeah it's because we know how things are at the yeah. moment so better to trade you know trade our plan get out mm-hmm. hindsight again is always 2020 yeah. i'd rather just say hey shouldn't have got out but i came out with profit yeah and just got keep something. it moving you know what i mean because yeah. it's not like we again we wake up every day to do this so if we don't get this one the next day is a new one because yeah. We just have to be aware that things just aren't they aren't what they were in January. Yeah. And that's again since since we've been training, I would say that 
December, January period has still been the best market we've ever traded. In. Oh yeah, Heck yeah oh sure. yeah. Uh, new, nothing affected news. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. It was beautiful. You know, you saw your setups, you took them, it did what you wanted it to do, and it was it. And now we got to just to a little more choppiness, um, mm-hmm. news driven. But again, the thing is, we're still all profitable. Yeah. So regardless of what's going on, we adapt and we we make it work. You know. Mm-hmm. I think it kind of helped me out a little more this week, just being a little more hesitant. Like, you know, being more cautious you know from those first 10 minutes you know i waited a little, little bit more and it allowed me to be profitable every day this week which was much better and right now i'm seeing a lot of reversals like yeah. i've seen way more than i'm usually seeing yeah, they're to the t too yeah a lot of fake outs that's why it's important to be patient like you're saying and we're seeing a lot more reversals and more intraday trading mm-hmm. and i know me and kyle were saying that well i'm sure we guys have done the same thing but i know we were talking in our chat that we've noticed that we have gotten a lot less reckless yeah with the way we put our capital to use because mm-hmm. i remember at some point we were just all in every Spend time Spend it all baby just go for it yeah. like, didn't didn't care at all whether or not um well we were just getting pretty reckless at some point because of the yeah. way the market was and i know personally i've seen that i've become a lot more disciplined and a lot more selective with my trading using a lot less capital and almost the same returns at this point yeah so I like to see that for myself and also from you, you know, that we've kind of timed up. that, again, ties into that run December to February mm-hmm. where it's like, well, I need to put in more because now I can get out more of those trades because the setups are so beautiful. And exactly. because there's, you know, now it's not the case. Now no. we don't have as much confirmation. We don't have as much uh, even confirmation for our exits. Yeah. So yeah. you got to be more disciplined. You have to have to pick that perfect setup yep. and that perfect exit make because, it count yeah you have to make it count yeah. because it's literally cheap you you might as well go shopping or something yeah. it'd be cheaper for you to do that than for you to pick a terrible setup and lose a ton of money in your yeah. account because like you said in january we would just throw all of it because we knew we knew this type of return we got to get yep. yep it was every day three four yep. it was a lot yeah. three four grand almost yeah and every trade that we were going is if you went I full mean, size and threw it you and now it's not going that way nope you know, you were able to actually swing trade during those times yeah, too. Yeah, exactly. I mean, right now you can't even do that. I love nah. swing trading. I'm not even gonna try to do it right now. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. It's it's a tough swing traders market for sure. I mean, I know we talked about I think on the first episode that I mean you can still do that in this market, but I think as we continue to go along, we're seeing that it is pretty difficult right now. Yeah. Because at one point I think we were seeing a, a nice downtrend, mm-hmm. and we were seeing certain like pops just be sold off, pops yep. sold off, pops sold off. Any strength to sold off, mm-hmm. and now we're seeing strength on one day, choppiness on the other, yep. and then weakness and the strength, and it's just everywhere. So and it's, it's tough. Yeah, it's forming a trend, but there's no direction. You nah. don't know when you should enter. You don't know when you should exit. So you may get it's, stopped out. Yeah, very quickly. And then the next day, it's like, oh well, I would have got a thousand percent. You know what I mean? Exactly. So it's you know, it's a lot, a lot, a lot different, a lot yeah. different now. And you know, discipline, trade your plan is part of the reason that the market is up this week because the cases have slowed with the virus i think that was probably the main because yeah, I, th- I think i remember i think new york was the one that came out and said we might have plateaued mm-hmm. and from here on out we may see less cases yep. we saw more deaths but we might see a less yeah. spike in cases and i think that's the key yeah we see more deaths but i think people are starting to realize that we're gonna because people are already infected obviously so the deaths probably are gonna go higher but as long as the cases start slowing down that means a spread exactly now we're being and i think that was part of the market recovering and it's, so it's much. across the globe too so yep. it's not just you know yeah 
So, so yeah, on paper, yeah, you see all these headlines, more deaths, more deaths, yeah. deaths tripling, but I, you know, mm-hmm. it... Because I think I'm seeing that our, as us as a country, as a whole, we're still going up, but that these, like, hot spots, like New York, California, and other places are... And I think Michigan's the other one, right? Yep. And Michigan, they're, they're trying to slow down and plateau. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that seems like the market is taking it as really positive news, and that might be part of why we opened up 900 points on Monday. Yeah. Could be why. Yeah. And then, um, um, then, and then enforcing more law, like more rules into like uh-huh. into this will help, which will help to slow. Yeah, true. And yeah. then we also had Bernie suspending or would is this suspending? Or? Yeah, he suspended his campaign, yeah. so he didn't drop out of the race. He just suspended his campaign. Yeah, at first, they're saying dropped out. Yeah, and then they're saying think, suspend. Yeah, I think people got technical and said, "Well, technically, it's yeah. suspended." So point is, the market took it as. A positive news. Yeah. Did you not? Because yeah. the market rallied. Because I think we were trading at that time and we see Spy, I think, jump yeah. four or five dollars and we're saying, well, what's, what's going, going on? What's going on? Yeah. And, and I remember John even saying, guys, what's going on? What's the reason? I said, John, sometimes, you know, things don't come out, you know, right people, away, people yeah. have information before we do. Yeah. And then five minutes later, Bernie has dropped that. We, oh, there it is. Yep. That's what it was. But the thing yeah. that's significant about that is there was already a leg up before that. So when, when that news came out, it was a second leg up yeah. in the same day. Which is ex- extremely powerful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely pushed it through. And then, um, then we had unemployment numbers come out on oh, Thursday. I that believe. was Thursday, which I thought it was bad, but I know another six point six million. Well, here's uh, the irony of it: like literally on Jim Cramer, it literally shows best week in the stock market since 1974, and then the headline shows sixteen million unemployed. Well, the- I think we all know that the stock market and the economy don't necessarily correlate with each other. Mm-hmm. Like. Just be, it doesn't. It's not exact. The stock market's usually ahead in a yeah, lot of cases. Yeah, that's what I say. It'll well. die first, mm-hmm. and it'll recover first. Yeah, from what I've heard, is the same thing that uh-huh. the stock market is ahead of what the economy is doing. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means for for the economy of the future. For now, yeah, but, um, <laughs> yeah. I, and, but the numbers came out, and then I mean, what happened? No, I mean, I it guess. was technically an uptrend, a very choppy uptrend. But it still was up, though. Yeah, yeah it was so, up. It didn't yeah. really t- take a bad effect anyway. Mm-hmm. So, to me, it seems like the news that they're wanting... From my point of view, I'm seeing that they were already expecting such bad numbers that when they came, they're like, yeah, that's what we thought. Yeah. You exactly. Know? It just shows how, like, the market works in mysterious ways. It does. Like, employment numbers are really bad, but the market already... I guess it was already priced account. in. Yeah. And didn't take no effect to it, but then Costco over here... Yeah. Oh, we just increase our numbers in sales, but boom, tanks. Mm-hmm. That's true. You're right because certain things are already priced in, and then it shows in that contrast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one thing that's important to add too, I know Milo mentioned it in a, I think one of our prior podcasts. He said you could see a change in direction when even on the slightest pullback, you see it getting bought up, and mm-hmm. we've seen that multiple times this week with the S and P five hundred, you know, SPY, like just yeah. instantly getting bought up. So. You know, fear might be stronger than greed, but man, humans are quick to try to be euphoric. I mean, yeah. everyone wants it to be up. So I feel like it's natural for most people for their bias to be. Oh, here we go. Mm-hmm. Especially, I don't know if you. I'm getting a lot of messages saying, um, "Should I get in now? Is it time to get in?" Yeah, it, or, yeah. or not even, or more so, that fear I'm going out. to get in. Yep, FOMO, fear missing out. I'm about to get in. Yeah, and I'm, go for it. You know, but I'm seeing a lot of new investors. Wanting to get in because yeah. they know that all oh, the stock market is so much down, and here we go. It's here FOMO. Go. Stay away from but then, FOMO. But yeah, stay away. Exactly. Yeah. You see that FOMO rally, and we're at the point right now, and then you see another drop, and then you yeah. just got screwed again. Be patient. Exactly. Patience is key. You know, plan. That's what you need to plan. Yeah. Yep. But then, so that 
kind of ties into from what's happened. Is it telling for what's coming next? Is it only from here? Are we? Gonna, I mean, again, we're day traders, so again, we're just, just giving our opinion. Yeah, we're just talking. By the end of the now, day, yeah. we're just talking. We're ready to open up on Monday and whatever happens, happens. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. you know, just to talk about it. What do you think? Only up from here? No. <laughs> I think we... Again, we talked about how the stock market is technically a leading indicator of the economy. Maybe it is only up from here and everything else still will die and then the market will just keep going up because it's the leader and then later everything will recover. Maybe. But I just don't see it. <laughs> There's no way. There's no way. I don't I don't know. I'm still with what we said on the last podcast. I think if there's any move upward, it's going to be severely limited. Maybe I don't. I I personally just I still feel it's going to die soon because yeah. I just think once the foreclosures and bankruptcies and small small businesses, you know, they can't afford their rent, can't afford to pay their employees. It's, I just and the next quarterly report, the yeah, numbers that's too. That's the scary part. We haven't even gotten there yet. That's what I was going to say. I I don't I don't know my gut tells me at some point we're going to come back down mm-hmm. I'm open to being wrong don't really care yeah. but that's that's just the way I see it from now but I think what it'll take is more than just news Yeah, I'm thinking that it'll take earnings now Yeah, because now once these companies are reporting that hey uh, we're not making a lot of money Yeah, then we might start seeing the, uh, you know investors might say oh okay maybe things aren't so yeah. so rose colored now you know because we were getting the a lot of loans and stuff yeah um, or loan forgiveness. There you go. Yeah, yeah. and then Bush has got a big smile on his face nah, because just... earnings season is back. <laughs> it's back. Starting this week. Yeah, yes, banks are going to lead it off. Yeah, a lot of great stocks reporting with it. UNH, JPM, JPM, Goldman Sachs. Yep, a lot. And the banks always start off the earnings, right? Yep, banks always start off the earnings. From so, what I've seen, at least. Yeah, so we're yeah. going to get a lot of that this week, which is going to have so our list of. Stocks is gonna be pretty big now. Yeah. yeah, definitely. It'll have it'll finally give us a lot more to watch because I feel like these past two three weeks have been kind of stale. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms, I mean, I still love playing the same ones, but a lot of other setups I have wanted to trade. There's not enough volume in it for yeah. me to trade them. That's so, that's the key. I mean? like, Great I'll, setups, no volume. Yeah, I'll, I'll say, oh, you know what? I see a setup in JPM. I'll see a setup in Cat. There's no volume, so yeah. I, can't, I can't even trade. So it doesn't even matter. So yeah. now that we have earnings starting to come in. I can finally start looking at the other setups for potential entries and stuff and not just because like we said Tesla's already starting to go kind of quiet yeah. so I have to start looking for something new and what did I say like a week ago I was like this market needs an earnings season we desperately need an earnings season yeah. we need something to start definitely. sparking the flame so and we're gonna get it perfect finally, timing time. perfect yeah, timing definitely yeah whether it's good bad doesn't matter we just yeah. need that volume spike and we need it now yeah so um, so, so with that Real quick question: What you guys think is going to be more numbers, heavy guidance, or a little both? That's a good question. So, if for people that don't know, we're reporting quarter one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But quarter one isn't going to reflect the full effect of COVID nineteen. Right, yeah. It won't. Um, quarter two is the one where we're going to start really seeing some impact here. That being said, because it's quarter one, not quarter two, I think I think it'll be a mix of both still. Quarter two might be guidance heavy. Quarter one, I still think like EPS revenue will still matter. Right. Along with the guidance. But see, the way I agree, but then investors who see that are then going to look 
for the guidance that these companies are giving mm-hmm. and then saying okay if six or nine months from now if these numbers are going to be are they going to stay intact or get yeah. any better yeah and if they're not because of what's going on then they're going to get out mm-hmm. this is why i see it psychologically speaking you know what i mean so right they'll start looking at it in terms of okay now it's a good investment because i'm already in it and not if these guidance numbers saying that for the next year or whatever it's going to be, these numbers aren't going to hold up, mm-hmm. they're just going to get out. With yeah. a lot of these companies, I mean, I'm seeing Amazon, Shop, those e-commerce, they may hold up, but... I think those will definitely hold up. Yeah. Shop, sure. Bam, yeah. E-commerce there's no way. Sure. But there, there's definitely be stocks out there that aren't going to hold up. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. I mean, I think the food stocks and and whatnot they're gonna take a beating yeah i mean shack and grub and yum is that one yum that's yeah the they're one. they're a provider so i mean aren't they so airlines uh, also take a beating oh man Burning through i don't know how much millions of cash a day yeah i saw the other day Jeez. I, I mean i think it was i don't know if it's aal american airlines or delta but one of their charts is so <laughs> ugly in terms of the vault it's I think it's American Airlines. It thinks AL, right? AL. It's yeah. so bad. I mean, I don't think they've had it. They haven't had a green day in maybe 10, 20 days, I'm, I'm sure, I think. And it's just very, very heavy selling volume. I Actually, mean, they had a green day. One green day on, what was it? Wednesday? Wednesday. Thursday, I should say. But other than that, it does yeah, not look good. It's horrible. Even on a pretty good rally up week yeah. is still looking bad and see those are the type of stocks that you want to short oh, you know, yeah. if things are strong and that's that's still acting that week and not rallying with the market i mean yeah it looks bad another looks one really bad i think that's a sector that's going to get hit hard still is the casinos or was it the resort oh the like, casinos are going to get destroyed yeah. they're not even open they haven't been open for how long holy moly that's mgm win yep win yeah. lvs yeah. uh some people are saying yeah. like entertainment industry too like some of the theaters like amc they might not oh, they're gonna get because they were they were already in a kind of poor financial situation before this yeah. so to see, get this, this might be the shattering yeah. you know the devastating factor that leads them to their death which netflix. brings up an issue <laughs> netflix should about to be good yeah. but that thing's a mind of its own man yeah. i don't it doesn't move how we stuff. have been wanting yeah, it to move i don't know but i think if because it's part of the fang group right yeah so if their fang group starts to get volume i think netflix will you know go along with it and start to get volume because what we've seen is that it hasn't had too much volume lately and fa- what's what's fang for anyone that's listening that doesn't know facebook apple netflix google and amazon, amazon technically yeah it's yeah. technically fang yeah yeah <laughs> but but um how do we feel about the banks because they're in a weird middle spot right now because um Technically, all of the loan stuff situation, whether people are paying them or not, that hasn't kicked in yet. But it will. I, th- I mean, how does it not? Unless Trump comes out and says, we're paying off every single loan. You know what I mean? Well, okay. So I know that the SBA loans, so small business loans, mm-hmm. the way that they're working, um, correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but I'm pretty sure that the way it's going down is that these small businesses can take out their loans, mm-hmm. um, use them for what they are, like pay their um the rent, rent employees. employees, insurance, stuff like that, mm-hmm. and that at the end of the term, or at the end of it, um, if they just can't pay it off or if they use it for what it's for, they're forgiving the loans. Hmm. Supposedly forgiving for, loans. Yeah, yeah. So, but that's what they said. Um, in terms of how that'll be done or how that's, it's complicated. I, I don't know. Yeah, it's funny that you bring this up because I don't know how true this is or not. But I was on Twitter and I was seeing how there's like small business owners saying that they applied for these loans yeah. but they didn't get approved for it. 
which they're complaining about. saying it's weird because I paid off my all my debt. I pay off all my loans, but the banks don't want to approve me. But I have a friend here that stole so much money in debt, yeah, and they owns got loans, and they get approved. So now I'm trying to see how accurate, how true they're trying to say about this forgiveness. Yeah, and that's one thing too is they had a horrible rollout of the SBA loan program because they said that there was no clear guidelines for the banks to follow after and that the implementation from the the, the federal government for the the loans that were given out by these big banks, there's no direct guidelines to follow. So they were kind of hesitant on who to approve for the loans or who not to approve. So that's just a, you know, more the the people that need the money is being prolonged and it leads to just a worse situation than what it is. So, and the reason I'm asking is because um, this week, like, all of the banks are reporting, Party. and I really am interested in JPM, which is JP Morgan Chase, and then Goldman Sachs, because those are the, probably the biggest movers yeah, we would all agree for, sure. for the banks. What are we expecting? Uh, for well, is there, so they're going to report quarter one. Yep, and then guidance. Yep, I think they're going to get pretty good earnings. Report pretty so? good earnings. I feel like well, we join Chase and we know what happens when we join something. Uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. With Zoom, work. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Whatever it is, it's so, like, yeah. so, you know what I mean? So if, just going off that, I'm going to say JPM. Yeah. JPM for sure going Preferred up. client. Gavlitch <laughs> fallacy would tell us, yeah, yeah. it's uh I mean, going if you up. think about it, the month of January was amazing. The economy was doing great. So they're going to have that month to have. In Very, true. Yeah. Very true. Very um, true. And I mean, how, people are still banking. Regardless of what's going on, yeah. right, I, right? I know me. I've been to the bank almost every day. Right. Regardless of what's going on, does it? I mean, how does it? We also need a bank account. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, very true. The banks are essential, and we know that they're pretty much backed by the government. So, yeah, yeah. See, that's yeah. they know what they're doing. That's, I mean, smart, interest, that's smart money right there. But I would say interest rates are down. Dan, yeah. So that yeah. plays so into that into does loan. zero interest rates for them, right? Yeah, yeah. I believe it's zero to a quarter, mm-hmm. but so. essentially. Zero. Essentially zero, yeah. So that's it's something. Thing. I don't. Uh, it's not again, something that you can't just look over. Yeah, nah, you can't. It'll be interesting. I'm definitely. I think it'll set somewhat of a tone for the rest of the earnings, yeah. earnings quarter. Because that's what I've noticed that when the banks start to report, people just start to point with that information, regardless yeah. of what's about to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, because they'll just take that into account. Like, oh, okay, everything's good. Yeah, make you going. And then. I think it was you, Marlo. You brought up another one, UNH, that's going to report this week. Is it this week? United Healthcare, yeah. right? It's, yeah, it's this week. And then it was up this week, or this past week, because Bernie dropped out, suspended, whatever you want to say, um, just on that news alone. That's very interesting, too. Yeah. Uh, another interesting that's one. We'll keep an eye out for sure. Yeah, yeah. that can move. That one it moves. moves. It yeah. moves. Like another shop, yeah. Costco, when it has volume in it, it moves. It just needs that volume. Yep. And with this earnings, we finally might get it. And one yeah. thing, too, I think we were talking about J&J. I think yeah. they released Johnson. Johnson. That's a yeah. big mover as well. Dude. And they released this week I as think well. you called J&J out at some point this week, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. That's because you brought it up to my attention. And I was like, oh, let me look at this one. And I, I've loved J&J for the past almost two, three weeks. But the only problem is there isn't a volume in their options mm-hmm. contracts. <laughs> like, I want to trade it. But the options contracts just aren't there for me to really trade because that bid ask spread is just wild. Can just, kind of <laughs> yeah. And they also had a one of the one of the reasons behind the move up this week because they're working on or trying to work, develop a vaccine for the virus. Is it vaccine? Yep, yeah. that's yeah. right. Yeah. That's part that's of the right. game. Yeah, and I think that's why I told you about it. Yeah, all the companies yeah. trying to get that. They want that big payday, yeah. which is sad. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying. I was trying to like I looked at it for an intraday, 
and again, volume just wasn't there for me. Same thing with your caterpillar, caterpillar play a couple weeks yeah, back. Same yeah. thing, like yeah, perfect, beautiful setup. It ended up actually hitting yeah, too. Cat, I mean, doc yeah, you. HD, doc, these are just beautiful setups. I want to take, but since that volume wasn't there for it, I can't take unless it. you want to trade shares. That's what what the worst yeah, yeah, too. Hey, I mean, if you're listening to the trade shares, it's perfect. And honestly, I'm like thinking, when a setup is that picture perfect, do you just say? screw it and just buy the shares and sell it like obviously you can't on a short it's a little bit yeah, yeah. trickier but i don't know i would i mean in my as far as buying goes if you're on a cash account you can only buy so yeah i mean i would i think for those perfect when you see that there's clear momentum i think it's worth it yeah if you have the capital you know to exp- to put on that yeah i mean sometimes even when they don't have volume it can still work out for you i mean avgo had yeah. okay volume and i got into that and ended up working out pretty well i was able to sell yeah. i'm not about that one. yeah <laughs> yeah the spread's still a little ugly but i mean yeah when the tr- one thing i want to say about ugly spreads is that they're scary before you're in the trade when the trade's going your way though it matters a whole yeah. lot less true yeah yeah so and then if you can get filled in at a nice price mm-hmm. on that spread that's in your favor it's in your favor yeah yeah it's a problem is for people who don't know mm-hmm. or that you make a mistake <laughs> yeah and you get filled in at, at the ask yeah. yeah and then you're going oh maybe i shouldn't have done this yep. yeah yeah yep. but sure. for when you do know and you can pull it off it's definitely and i think we've all been there yeah we've, we've made been that there. mistake we've been on the good side and the bad side yeah because i know with tesla there used to be a time where that bid aspect was so, so wide, wide yeah and you could still get filled in relatively close to the bid and upon entry or, or f- upon filling. filling of your contracts, you would automatically be up almost a thousand dollars. Yep, nothing, nothing even happened. And just, w- see, and that was during that run in December, December January. January. So yeah. what I would find myself doing a lot of the time is getting filled again. Like you said, I'm already almost up a grand. All right, let me give it thirty seconds, maybe thirty seconds. Yep. All right, four grand, five grand, six. Okay, I'm out. Yep. It was. It almost wasn't even like technical Locker. analysis at no, that point. It wasn't. It was just like counting counting the dollar bills. Yep. Like, okay, hundred, two hundred, three hundred, four hundred. Okay, all right, I'm yeah, done. That was a beautiful yeah. market. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But, but the scary part about it too is like, like you know sometimes you can think the moves like especially right now we're talking about a lot of fake outs and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. You know you got like, oh you got filled out the ask and then mm-hmm. next thing you know. The stock goes against you, you're down quickly. You big, know, so big, exactly. big. And that's yeah. happened to us a couple times. We, we didn't lose big quickly, but we got a lot picked out a lot. And Kyle and I, we, I think we tried the video three or four times and kept doing yeah. opposite of what we wanted. Uh, uh, the first week in video was great. This past week, I was not happy with NVIDIA. Uh, I'm ready to blacklist it for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, same. But that's, honestly, we were talking about the bid-ass spread. You can take advantage of that too with shares, and you know you could still get filled close to the bid, and then yeah. upon filling, you're up. But man, with options, it's just it's different, man. Because you have such a big leverage, it's gonna be greater than with Any the shares. shares. Even yeah. if again, you, same scenario, you get filled close to the bid, it's way up there already. Yeah. Um, it, it's just different. Yeah. And that's why you know Kai always says you got to scale in. You know, so not, sometimes it's not smart just go all in at one point. So, you know, scale yeah. in, and then if it's moving your way, yeah, I feel like way. there's a time to scale in, and there's a time to not. Yeah. And I'm trying to figure out the difference still. Yeah, um, yeah it's definitely because I'm used. To, I'm still used to that December, January where yeah. you had to go full, otherwise you missed the move. Yeah. And so now it's like, when is my setup perfect to just go yeah. full and when is my setup where I should dip my toe in first and yeah. I'm yeah that still, definitely worked for me yeah. this week I would just buy one and then if it yeah. conf- confirmed it worked out and 
Yeah. Can you add? Yeah, yeah don't yeah. sleep on scaling. It's hard. It is not easy to do. It's yeah. hard to time it perfectly, and it's also hard to time getting out. Or downsizing yeah. too. So yeah, downsizing. don't sleep on those strategies. They're really really hard. I personally don't recommend uh, downsizing too much. It gets really dangerous. But um, yeah, same. Yeah. I mean, I know at some point I was heavy on downsizing, downsizing, and yeah. I still do like it. In the like in the right situation, you know, um, you got me into that to be honest. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but I just I've learned not to add to a losing position, and that's something I've been kind of saying more. Is if a position hasn't showed me profit, why am I gonna add to it? Um, don't get me wrong; it's still there's still an opportunity to downside sometimes, but I'm just a lot more selective when when I do it. Yeah. I mean, this week we had the opportunity, but we didn't take advantage of it with yeah. Walmart. Exactly. Yeah. Right. It didn't hit our stop loss, but it was right at our stop loss, mm-hmm. and we're like, "Should we should add?" We? Yeah. And so you like, ah, we're already in here. It, again, even though I didn't, or even though we didn't add, it still came out. It green. ended up, you know, in our favor. I think we were each up about two hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, it went our way. And you're right. If we would have downsized, and see, that's the type of opportunity that I would say that I do like to downsize, but because of the way market is right now, I chose not to. Right. If this was January and that happened. Or even just not with, with the current situation was not going on, I would have. But because of what's going on, I tried to steer away from, you know, because I was already in full size. So oh. I didn't more so want to take on that bigger position in this type of market, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Downsizing tough. Definitely tough. Also, again, another thing, yeah, it's, it's tough to master. Mm-hmm. Not even master, but to really, you know, discipline yourself on entry and, and, get, and getting out. Yeah. But that's all why we love to trade. There's so many different ways to trade and as you trade every day we know we do it weekly we do it daily we find what we're good at and what we're bad at and what we can you know get better at and you know every that's our passion is getting better and building more profitability as time progresses so we always have something to look at or something to work on i'm constantly looking at tweaking how i trade and that's the beautiful part just learning yeah and watching and just everything yeah yeah i feel you and a lot of people you know they they always ask us you know they think it's just something that's easy clear cut you know but it's not. It's something that's. Yeah. Like, it's a constantly changing game, and you always have to constantly. Yeah. Yeah, like they said, tweak. Yeah, you can't DM me and then say, "Well, what are you looking for?" It's like, dude, it changes like yeah. every month. So, it, or, it's you know. It, or one thing I don't like is just when someone says like, "This one thing, try it, and always work 100 percent of the no, time." Yeah, uh, that's there's not. Yeah, there's yeah, never gonna be like, oh, this just do this one thing, and it for sure will always work. There's always an ad that anything that is. <laughs> Like, oh, there's 100%. Um, Even 90%. This strategy guarantees you 100% return there you go. Thank in you. no time. This 100%, this strategy guarantees you 100% every time. Foolproof plot. This, that doesn't exist, guys. And that doesn't exist in any profession. Anything. Yeah. anything because matter. things are so fluid. Mm-hmm. You have to learn to adapt to what's going on. Exactly. You know what I mean? I mean, because look, January, February, we're, or December to February, we we're fine. Great market. Nothing was going on. No news. Yep. Now we're talking about recession. We're talking about news um people, the presidential campaign i mean there's a lot of things to that now you have to take it into account mm-hmm. so i mean even now we have to consider whether or not we're going to a recession and how it's going to reflect on the stock market we are <laughs> that's my answer that we are in a recession. we're going to well i still think we are because of the small businesses the loan all these little things yeah. are gonna bubble up it's like a teapot it's gonna yeah. bubble up and you know explode so if we're technically not already in one which i kind of believe we're already kind of in one it's coming for sure yeah and it's coming real soon to be honest yeah i mean i feel like 
do you guys think we've really seen the effects? Nope, not, not yet. yet, right? Not I, yet. I, don't I mean, kind of, but because of, more because coronavirus. This is a recession when yeah. nobody's going out, nobody's buying anything. That's a recession. Yeah. People are but it's, this is because of coronavirus, not necessarily just because of the economy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the reason too, I think that we haven't seen the full effects of it is generally people have about a month to two saved up for but in the month's almost up you know so most people have their bills prepared for the next month but right. we haven't seen it where they actually have no income and in the point right. of desperation because what i'm thinking is that like you said what like no like you said if the recession is coming right if we're not already in it it's definitely coming right but then we have to take into account that there are a lot of people who just got laid off mm-hmm. when this is all over are they they just don't get their jobs magically back so probably it's, not. it's all yeah. about the ripple effect. you know what i mean yeah so yeah. i think that's part of why we haven't really seen what's the more effects of what's coming you know yeah so like, i think yeah it's simple the dynamics have changed you know i think a lot of people are going to go back to how it was before this you know a lot of people are going to be more smarter with their money realize the importance of saving i mean some people might go crazy I so i mean yeah. i think I, I, but I first... is it saving though because like you said people already do save and they're still getting screwed yeah it's more so the investing part that's what i was that's gonna say because because interest rates are so low yeah it's not this isn't a time for you to be saving saving is overrated yeah it really it's, is. it's a time to invest yeah. you know i mean again you don't just go in blindly but it is a time to invest because it's just you don't have any return on your saved capital yeah, saving a thousand dollars is saving a thousand dollars. Investing a thousand dollars possibly turns it into something more, exactly. and that's what you need. But be wise and do your studies before you enter yeah. into a position. Like, yeah. it's so important. Take your time to learn. And I mean, to me, it seems like people aren't even doing either investing or right. saving. To right. be honest, that's, especially that, our age. Yeah. That's why when you said that, I was like, are they? Because I don't think so. Yeah. People are too well, busy I, making like TikTok videos and all that. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think that's the. Hey, I think. Wait. <laughs> I know I know more like TikTok no, no 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 <laughs> Ultra TikTok is here alright so uh, don't oh. don't be talking too much smack about TikTok alright use you your time wisely first then oh. enjoy your time hey, I, I use my time wisely and then I can yep, exactly, yep. right? and, that, and that's what we said you know now's yeah. the time more than ever learn how to trade I don't care what your excuse is learn how yeah. to trade learn how to invest. invest do something yeah like cause just coming to us and saying hey um, should I jump in like your example and your example Oh, let me just check in in Delta or check in okay because it just went down. I'm sorry, but that's not research. You're not trying. You're just yeah. coming to us for one answer. Like you have to do some of your own research and really, yeah. you know, be aware of what's going on because literally just that question is not enough. So if you guys are saying that you recommend people invest rather than save, with a lot of the people getting that twelve hundred dollars stimulus check, what would you? Would you? A lot of people are saying, oh, should I invest it into the market? They need to I, learn how to invest and then use it to invest. I mean. Use it for your necessities. Yeah. You know, if you need it for that. But yeah. if that's if you're in the position where that's just extra, yeah. Then oh for sure. Invest it, use it wisely, use it for something that's productive that you actually need. Mm-hmm. Whether that's a computer or stocks, something that you actually need, not not your next vacation or not yeah, not, like, not something that's you know, a night out at the bar. Like, you know, use that money to your advantage. And I yeah, think that's I mean, what the again, problem if you're is. In a position where it's just extra, then I would definitely invest, in my opinion. I kind of want to emphasize what Marlo's saying. It doesn't have to necessarily be in the stock market or learn how exactly, to trade. Exactly. Since it's something that's going to get back to you. Like, get, yeah, productive. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. You already work for your money, so why not make your money work for you a exactly. little bit? That's what I think. Yeah, I mean, I know we've been saying this for a long time as well in our chat and, you know, to each other is that if you don't figure out a way for you to have your money work for you um, while you sleep, then you'll always be working for it you'll be in the rat race yeah 
Yep. And I don't. I personally don't know anyone who wants to be in that position by choice. Right. Are people in that position? Yes. Yeah. But I don't know who goes. You know what? I want to work for seventy years. Yeah. Because it I find it it's not even fifty-five anymore. It's yeah. closer to 70, 70, 75. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, again, God bless you if that's what you want. But I don't know anyone who right. wants that. So. And like, think of all the people, especially in a quarantine now, where you have to be home. How many people would be saved by the idea that I already know how to invest in the stock market? I can be sitting at home on my computer, which is what I'm already doing. Instead of you know watching YouTube videos at seven in the morning, I'm trading and yeah. then I'm making some money. Now I go back to my YouTube. You exactly. know what I mean? It's Dude, you know what I find it really funny that everyone's saying I'm so bored. I'm so bored. I have nothing to do. I have nothing to do. Um, now do they, they don't even really? want to. Yeah. Do you really have nothing to do? But like, no, that's my point, though. You know what I mean? Like, I have nothing to do. I'm so bored. I'm just doing nothing. Um, I, I wake up at this time. I actually want to get up early. Everyone now wants to get up early and actually do something, whether that's work out, anything to be productive. Mm-hmm. And you have an opportunity. I mean, we have Wi-Fi, hopefully, internet. Um, learn something. Again, obviously, <laughs> we're, we all love trading in stocks, so we're obviously going to you know preach that. Mm-hmm. But learn anything. Yeah. <laughs> anything that's going to help you, you know, with it. Something. Use this time to set the tools up to become your own boss. Exactly. Whether that's with trading, investing in real estate, whatever it Programming, is. Programming. Yep. Whatever it is. Podcasting. Yep. And your own brand, whatever. Yeah. But it, now's the time. If you don't come out of this with something, yeah. Man, this That's sad. This you gotta look at yourself. You know, because if, if you're saying that you really want to do something or create something or be productive and create something for yourself. And you've had at least was it been a month at least it's been at a least. month yeah so and you're probably month. gonna get longer yeah so <laughs> we all have had at least a month yeah. and if we're gonna have at least another month two months if you don't come out of this in two or three months and say you have something you started something you've actually done something it's, you gotta start looking at yourself that's but, work ethic I, I think that's that what, that's what's painful to see though is that I know personally for me the majority of the people that I know they're not doing anything productive they're literally their sleep I mean I know my personal sleep schedule is a little bit messed up but like I'm still doing my yeah, trades every right. day we're and studying. Yeah, everyone. we're still doing our, our, what we need to do to be productive. But like you said, these people, they know, they always say, I want to make the change, but they don't do anything. I'm, you know, we're urging you guys, mm-hmm. make that change. Use your time to your advantage because something like this is never probably going to happen again yeah, where, you know, when is, you're at home, yeah. you have this much free time. Yeah, this is rare. Yeah. Especially like, to all those people that say, man, I wish I had more time to do this or that. Or this that's the point I was going to hit. Yep. You said it, nailed it right on the head. I was going to be, there's the people who say, I wish I had more time. Well, now you have all the time in the world. Exactly. Do yeah, it. Too much prove time. it. Yeah. Prove that you actually would have done it if you had the time. Because now you do. It comes down to this. Too many people have, they have too much excuses for themselves, you know, and there's no room for excuses at this point. Because at, at that point, I'm just feel bad for you, you know, because, you know, you have to act on it. And act we're not trying to be insensitive no. to the people who are struggling financially right now. This isn't for no, you guys. No, and no, no, keep no. that in mind. This is for the people who actually, um, want to like have the actual ability to make a change you know what i mean so it's good to be dis- disciplined and learn to be consistent and that's really what's important at it it's like showing that lack of discipline and consistency for sure because um you can definitely wake up and do it one day mm-hmm. and then the next day you're right back oh Yes, it's the the typical Bruce Lee saying. I fear the man who practices one kick every day than the guy who practices a thousand kicks one time. For sure, I don't care that you did it once, Mm -hmm. but is this something you're actually going to do every single day? Because even with this podcast, I mean, 
we were off for one week mm-hmm. and we were all like okay we need to get back into yeah it. we need to figure it out like we we figured all this out we got the technical difficulties yeah you know? this was for you guys this yeah. wasn't even because we were lazy nah, this we, was like we were getting all that let's do it the yeah, right way yeah we just said you know what if we're gonna put something out let's try to put the best quality content in terms of you know the audio what mm-hmm. we're obviously saying um and that shows that we, we want to be consistent yeah you know i know kyle said i don't want to take more than a week off mm-hmm. i want to just get back into it if we're gonna you know it's announced hey it'll be back in a week yeah we don't, i don't want to seem like oh we just let it go find something that makes you feel like that and that's how i think we all are with the stock market we hate taking one day off oh yeah friday felt weird <laughs> yeah like i didn't have an alarm and i kind of woke up foggy like yeah. wow what is going on exactly it's find that for you Find something that makes you feel like that. Because you're that consistent. Yeah. <laughs> we all wake up at the same time. Yep. Every and day. we love it because we love what exactly. comes with that alarm. Yep. Do I we all... We do. Yeah, we're I, human. Do I we... Like, what you said, he says that... You said... um. Say it one more time. The profound statement that you just said. Oh, that people say they don't have enough yeah, time. Yeah, you don't have time, right? And then now you have no excuse. So if you... Now it's just a lack of discipline. Yeah, you know, you you may do it one day. The next day, you're right back at your normal schedule, your normal routine of ah, I don't feel like doing it. Yep. And one thing that's important to note too is like, say there's a new hobby or something that you've been wanting that you've had set on your mind that you know you actually have the time to do now. Say you try it and it doesn't work out. Well, then you focus on your next move. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of people, you know, they they want to try this or try that, and they might not be successful or it might not be something that they're that's good at point. doing. Yeah, because you don't have to. Because you don't have to do one thing and then if it doesn't work out. Like that's it. Yeah. I will try something else. Cause I know for me, like I'm always, you know, Mister Positivity, Mister Always See the Bright Side and everything. You know, mm-hmm. for me, like I said, there's no such thing as a loss unless you let it defeat you. You know, everything yeah. is a learning opportunity, and you know whether it works out for you or not, it's it's it helps you grow as a you yeah. know as an individual. Yeah, I mean, not to sound corny, but like you learn a lot from your, fa- from yeah. your failures. You know, yep. exactly. And then uh, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Yep. Ooh, take yeah. Michael Scott. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah. Gem. Yeah. The office, baby. There's, Gem. yeah. Like we like to say, take the damn trade. Yeah. Take the damn We've trade. all been in the position where you see something, looks great, yep. but then you don't take it and you're like, why didn't I take it? Yep. And that's, honestly, that's one of the worst feelings. You know, I'd rather just take it and be wrong. Yeah. Say, no, okay, I'm wrong. Yeah. No, I learned from that. But then to see it, not take it, and doubt myself again. That's not something I do now, but I think we've all experienced that oh. in the past. And we did it at least ninety percent of every week oh, when, yeah. we when we first started. started out, oh, yeah. We would we would say, "This is about to happen," and then we'd take each other in an hour. <laughs> like, "Yo, did you see it happen?" And we're like, "Yo, did you, are you in?" Nah. Nope. What happened? And we just I don't know. Just didn't yeah. Do it. Just didn't take it. So, but again, that experience from that. Now we're in that position where we don't doubt ourselves. We take yeah. the trade. And if we're wrong, cool, we're wrong. Get out. If we're right, we reap that benefit. And that's exactly why we're here for you guys. So you don't, you can learn from us. You don't have to do it yourself. You don't have to take that same mistake that we took. Exactly. Listen to us. Yep. You know, take our advice and then you can leapfrog that step. You know? Exactly. Because that's definitely a step that it costs it again i've said a lot that um market tuition has no fixed cost but it definitely helps that we're here to help in any form or fashion because i know we've all lost in the past and mm-hmm. can now preach that or give you the lessons that we've learned from that 
Yeah. And that's why I put up this good Kobe quote right now. It says, the most important thing is to try and inspire people so that they can be great at whatever they want to do. Yeah. You know, exactly. Simple as I mean, that. We're blessed to have people that are also passionate about the stock market and we can, mm-hmm. you know, help them out and then preach what we feel and then um, they see how passionate we are. But then again, anything that you're passionate about, you know, go get it. Make it happen because just sitting around saying you don't have time. That's no longer an excuse. Yeah. And I have a good example too. I, I, I it just popped into my head. I had someone direct message me this week, and they out of the blue, someone I would have never expected to message me and said, "I watched your Ultra Instinct video, the one that both Jason and I did about I think three or four weeks ago, and IGTV. the IGTV video mm-hmm. about questions with Ultra Instinct team." And she said, "I could just see the passion that you guys have for trading, and you you're so you know that your approach to it is so down to earth. You know where you actually." Money is not the motive. It's there to help inspire others to trade for something that's, you know, to gain that financial freedom. Again, we're being realistic about this. Yeah. I've None of us have ever said, hey, you know, you'll jump in, you'll make a thousand dollars tomorrow, and you're, you're good. <laughs> no. And this is not the way it works. And again, none, none of us, none of us, did, when we started, we didn't just go, oh, listen, I made a thousand dollars. We did not start that way. That might be where we are now. Yeah. Or where we even want to be consistently, but. We didn't just start there. Yeah, heck no. Um, I cl- I very clearly remember days of only a hundred dollars, only two hundred dollars, even twenty and that's at first. Nice. Yes, and that's, even fifty. I remember. 40. See, Barlow remembers some rainbows and sunshine. <laughs> I remember when I first started. I could not catch a green day. Couldn't Fair catch enough. one. For couldn't sure. find one. It, it right. felt like I didn't even know what they looked like. Yeah. <laughs> so, Agreed. you know. For sure. That's true. I mean, us three, when we first started trading, too, that was happening to us for a while. We just oh. couldn't get no red, I mean, no green days. I didn't so. even know what it looked like. I forgot what the green symbol on Think or Swim looked like. I feel you. Yeah, but that didn't stop us. It nope. Made us That's the thing. And again, mistakes. Usually, that that downturn or that us losing money didn't, um, how do you say? Deter us. Yeah, it didn't deter us from continuing. If anything, that made me go harder. Yeah. That made me keep learning. And you yeah. know what? There's something I'm not doing right. Yep. I need to, I need to figure this shit out because I need to change something because I have to be profitable. This is what mm-hmm. I love to do. I'm going to figure this out. Yep. And exactly. that mentality is what's going to get you far because the whole trading game as a whole, just making that first trade a lot of, in, with anything in life, just taking that first step or that first dabble into the water is hard. And, you know, once you do it, like we said, you're growing, you're yeah. learning every day. You know what? Funny enough, I'm glad you said that because we had someone DM us on our ultra account and they have said that they because of what we're posting and like our content they're really interested in getting into it but they have mm-hmm. no prior knowledge they know nothing of the stock market mm-hmm. so that kind of you know they they don't want to dip their toes in and get in yeah but like you said just taking that first trade and that first um initiative to get in that could be all you need yeah. you know because we've yeah we've had members who literally knew nothing at all about the stock market and it's not going to be like that for everyone it's not, it's not like that for everyone but I mean we've had members and we have members that they jump in and they are just immediately profitable I yeah. I personally I again maybe that means that we're doing something correct yeah, maybe but it's nice to see that these people are jumping in with no prior knowledge and being profitable and making money yeah, yeah. It's, it's simple and it's so easy to just quit or yeah. give up yeah. like, yeah. that's like the easiest thing you can do in life is just say alright I quit I and, uh, with anything not yep. just trading exactly. but yep. with trading specifically if you if you think that you're gonna get in and just make money all the time and you're not ready to take losses and learn from them then 
it just isn't for and me. We definitely weren't. I think all of us knew the risks, but we it still didn't register that you're going to Until lose it happens. money. Yep. Then when yeah. it happens, you go, okay. I did it. Let yeah. Let me take that one. Yep. And you know, let me let me learn from this and continue. And yeah. I, I think just our sole existence, you know, help help helping to flatten that curve for people that are learning or entering into the market. It's extremely substantial because, like you said, some people there, there's no fixed tuition, and sometimes there's no fixed period. Some people, it's either time or money. Yeah. You're gonna learn yeah. one way, whether it takes you two, three that's years, sometimes both. Whether t- yeah, some <laughs> time and yeah. money for majority of us. And yeah. You know, that's why we're here. Honesty is the best policy. We say where we failed. We know what we did right. And we put that together. And, you know, we're yeah, helping like, what We had one of our members say, I only made this much. But it was profit. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. made me feel... Uh, in a, in yeah, trying made, times. Yeah, it made me feel good about that. Because I was like, oh, you only made this profit. Because when we first started, it was, oh, we only lost this much. Yeah. And I think you know that's I mean? one thing that's important to note, too, is us, when we all were in our own individual journeys... We weren't. We didn't have the knowledge that we have together as a group. We had no one to tell us. And yeah. the people that are that we that you know that we are part of the Ultra Instinct team, their losses are extremely extremely limited as opposed to those that are on their own trading journey by themselves. Yeah. yeah. And they're much that, more profitable than they would like have been. Flattening that curve. Yeah. Exactly. That's the number one goal. We had no one to flatten our curve first. We all. We thought we did. <laughs> yeah, hard. We thought we did. Oh God. I think it's ego. Like, you know, for me, it's been ego. Like, oh, I'm so good at trading. I was not. You know, and. And that's dangerous. Again, yeah. that's why I thankfully I've never had that, and I've resisted that temptation. Temptation yeah. of saying, no, didn't hasn't mattered how much money I have made. Every day, I'm, nah, I'm not. I'm still not a great trader. Like, yep. you've got to keep learning. It's as simple as this: you'll never be able to be good at something unless you have humility, and the market will humble you. So, if, you know, if you have yeah, humility, you have to be humble. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This you cannot get a big head in this game, and that's. <sighs> Going back to last episode, that's what made me so upset about people who trade with Robinhood because it's like that's not a serious platform. Why? But you know what made me feel feel good that someone said I think to you, John, or I don't know if it's our Ultra account said that I hopped off Robinhood as soon as I listened to your podcast. Yep, a couple of people wanted, said that. I clapped oh, yeah. myself yeah, like, because thank you. Again, the market will humble you. So and why? It's because, yeah, I don't. Again, I don't blame you because maybe you don't know. Mm-hmm. But if you listen to this and now you know, or we've told you. You have no excuse. Yeah, exactly. Because again, I mean, I feel like we for sure didn't know when we first started, but what happened? From experience, we figured out, hey, this this broker sucks. Yeah. It's not even a real broker. Like, no, it's not on. a broker. It's an app that yeah. trades. Yeah. Um, I personally hope. I think we can all say this that every single member that walks through our, I don't know, Chat, doors, door, or door, yeah. whatever. Um, I hope they all become incredible traders. Oh, you know exactly and you know because that just shows them being a great trader doesn't take anything away nope. from me there's doesn't enough matter. for all of us to eat there's people don't understand how much there really is to eat there's yep. so much that you can't even see the end of the table we all you can't even see the middle of the table there's so much to eat the whole ultra army so, it's not a competition know, it's, not, it's not exactly so i hope you you know if you make more than me yeah. more than the entire group beautiful exactly again like you it doesn't take anything off my plate. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's why we're all there. I mean, we see what our members are making. We're going beautiful. Like, they may have made more than us today. Or yeah. they made the same. Like, that's, I think that shows that we are doing something correctly. Mm-hmm. I want to ask a question. Cause I think one of the biggest questions that we always get, are we, a lot of the, we see too much hesitation people. Like, oh, I want to trade, but, you know, they don't want to get into it. Like, if you had to tell someone, like, your most clear-cut, direct answer, you know, about 
getting in. Like, if, the, if they're interested in training, but they're all they're straddled on the fence. They don't know if they want to get in or if they, you know, if they don't want to. Just take the leap. Yeah. It's that simple. Chances are, if you're on the fence about it, it means you're supposed to be doing it. Yeah. Because yeah. I've definitely heard the other side where, oh, it's just not for me. I'm just not interested. Mm-hmm. I only want to invest for the long term. Or, you know what? Don't even understand it. It's not for me. Yeah. That's cool. Per- hey, you do you. Mm-hmm. But then I have so many people, and we have so many people who are just, I'm very interested. But they don't take that leap. Mm-hmm. And I, all I can say is, just take it. Yeah. You just, there's no other way to do it. You'll learn from the your mistakes and what mm-hmm. you've done right. Again, whether you join us or not, this is not for that. I'm just saying, just take that leap. You may make a lot of money at the beginning. You may lose a lot. point is that if you learn from it and you continue, that's the point of this. Yeah. And that just reminds me of the time from the beginning when I first started trading. And, like, was telling a whole bunch of people, like, like showing me what I was doing, seeing how I was making money, and mm-hmm. then everyone's like, "Oh, I'm interested, man. I'm interested, man. Like this and this and that." And who took the initiative to meet up with me? Only two people, <laughs> Kyle and Marlo. Yeah. Obviously, John did after, but we, that's when we met a little after. Yeah, yeah. It just shows, like, yeah. yeah. I mean, take the initiative, you know, and don't just say, oh, "I'm interested. I'm interested." Like, yeah, because that I feel like that's just procra- it's just procrastination. Yeah, you know, you just saying, "I'm interested. I'm interested. I want to do this. I want to do this," but then you never actually doing it. It's just you're procrastinating. Yeah. You know, and then what's your excuse? You don't have money. I mean, what is it? And I just don't have time. I think a, a good quote I put on the page too, a couple, like two weeks ago, I put, the first step in making a change is that, recognizing there's a problem. And the problem that a lot of people have is they're not accountable to themselves. Yeah. If you don't want to make that leap of faith, you're going to be stuck in comfort your whole life because, and you're never, never going to be able to beat that curve, you know, you know to achieve the true success that you want you might be successful in relative or you know in what society seems successful but mm-hmm. the true people that you know are wealthy yeah, are, are you, they go above and beyond are the people that take that risk and that's the key word exactly. risk like, if you're not taking yeah. a risk yeah you know, i mean then I, like what you said you have to take that initiative um it is a risk but that's the only way you get to that reward yeah, and no it, one's gonna hand it to you. And it doesn't even have to be about trading. It could be literally anything, anything in life. Anything, anything. anything. Yeah. exactly. I mean, I was gonna be like, "Oh, all right, come on, I'm gonna go knock on your door and teach yeah, you." Yeah, exactly. Train, man. Yeah, but like, you had to literally just tell me about it one time, and I was already yeah, I'm, I gotta do this. Like, yeah, it didn't take more than that. Yeah, I don't think it took me. Yeah. I don't think you were begging me to do it either. No, that's no, what I, I'm saying. Like, I, like I, I told you guys, you guys know where, I, like, where I'm at at all times. Like, you guys want to meet me, then we'll meet. I'll yep. show you. Exactly. Yeah. Show me that you want to learn. And one thing I want to add too is, there's only one of you in the world. You gotta be, you know, be the best ver- version of yourself that you can be. You gotta be For ultra sure, yeah. in every capacity. Yeah. Again, another thing I would say is, don't compare yourself to others or us or other traders. Like, everyone will have their own journey, their mm-hmm. own path. Um, definitely. Um, take into account that like I said you're not going to just jump in and make $500 or even make $100 for that matter yeah you know what I mean it's, it is difficult but making I, $20 is hard yeah. yeah again it's it's a difficult skill to learn but I think we can all definitely say that it's, it's more than worth it more you know what I mean worth. yeah we haven't so, even begun to see the fruits of our labor yet yeah. so and again the beautiful thing is that I know we always say that most people that we see do this, they're a bit older. Mm-hmm. We're all relatively young, yeah. for that matter, and we have a long, long journey ahead of us when it comes to like what we do. Yeah. And I, I think one thing too that we see is a lot of people that are that are our, our age, 
they don't. They're the people that don't want to take that leap of faith, and that's the time to take it because yeah, you have your whole life ahead of yeah, you. And it, it wouldn't make sense for you to be fifty, right? And then take that leap of faith. Yeah. I mean, don't like, great. By all means, do it if you have yeah, it. Yeah, by all do means, it, do yes, it. But, but now is the risk, the timing where you can be the riskiest. You can mess up. Yeah. yeah, like you still have time to to be incorrect and you know still learn from that. I don't know about you guys, but I never understand people our age who are afraid to mess up. No. I always am like, why? Yep. Just now is the time to yeah, mess yeah. up. You I, should be yeah, messing this up is, this now. Is the, figure yeah. out what doesn't work, and then later exactly. you'll figure out what works. Yeah. I can't lie. I used to always be scared to like. I used to always be like, want to be Mister Picture Perfect, you know, at every capacity. And now I'm like, I embrace. Like, I yearn to mess up, and yeah, it's because overrated. I want to learn from that that experience. And I think one thing with the Ultra Instinct team and the growth that we've seen in the last year is we've had a lot of you know different things that we've had to work with and obstacles that have come our way and uh-huh. we've embraced yeah. everyone and we've come out stronger and that's we've, the beauty of it i don't think we've ever been comfortable we've comfortable all, sucks yeah I, yeah i think there's always been a time where we've had to adapt to everything we've done if we liked comfortable we wouldn't be stock traders exactly <laughs> so again, comfortable things sucks. change on on the daily yeah you know if i'm from one minute everything is good the next minute everything is terrible yeah, you and know. one thing that's important to add too is a lot of people are like, "Oh, stock trading—that's not realistic. How am I going to be a full-time stock trader? I prefer, you know, like a normal career." Well, we see even in t- times like this, some of those blue-collar and white-collar jobs cut like that. Yeah. They've been with the companies for years and years. Nothing's guaranteed in this life. Yep, but the market's still there. Market I don't know about you, there. but I don't think the stock market closes down too often, does it? Nope, just on the weekends and ho- yeah, holidays. I, mean, I can't. Weekends, all holidays, baby. You see so. what I'm saying? So, I mean, I think there's definitely an advantage. To being just in general, even just invested. Yeah. Just again, if you are that person who says, I'm interested, this is probably what you're supposed to be doing. Yep. You know, just take just take that initiative, like what yeah. you said. Not a lot of benefits comes with it too. Yeah. Yeah. Again, what do you have to lose? Honestly, and like Kyle said, this is the this is the time to mess up. Yep. You know, like you can always build from here. That that forty hour job will be there when you're thirty five. <sighs> you so can like, get another one. Yes. Yeah, like it's not gonna it doesn't go away. Nope. You know what I mean? Like, that will always be there. Yep. And so will this, but the thing is that the earlier you start here, the better. The higher your chances of success. Exactly. At yeah. least try. And one thing I, I always say, too, is, like, you have peace knowing that you at least gave it a shot. And even if it, doesn't work, it, even if it does not work out, you have that solace that comes with the attempt of doing it. But if you were to never even give it a shot and just completely regret. miss out on it, yeah. that regret or that part that of you will eat you alive for the yeah. rest of your life. And that's another thing too is like, if you do take that leap and it doesn't work out at first, the chances are you're going to be so driven once you've taken it that it won't matter because you're going to keep going anyway. Yeah, because I mean, I feel like once we started, we see what was possible mm-hmm. and we said, all right, regardless if we lose money, regardless of what happens, regardless if we don't get this now. Yep. We understand that once we do get it and once we do understand what's going on and we start being profitable, we know what's possible. Yep. And again, like you said, we're only barely starting to see the fruits of our labor. Like there's still so much to go and so much more so much of our potential more. to reach. But again, we saw what was possible mm-hmm. and that's not possible in many other fields. Yep. You know, I don't know too many professions where you can just make your own hours um take again, vacation whenever take vacations whenever you can you don't have to request for a vacation yeah you know yeah. what i mean again realistically kyle bochis and john from december to i would say february how long did it take us to trade in that, that uh every day 
I would say for the last, month we probably worked like five hours. Yeah, I would say yeah. at most fifteen minutes. Yeah, that's on the long end. Yeah, you also can make money while being on vacation too. That's yeah. true. I mean, you see how what happened when I was in Thailand. We had our boy Bochis last year <laughs> in Thailand, literally sleeping on planes, sleeping at getting his his a massage massages yeah. at a spa, um, doing you on a boat. I don't know what the hell you're doing. <laughs> yeah. The point is, you were just living life. And then I remember we would get a text from you from like your weird Thailand number because remember? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And you would just text us and you'd be like, "Damn guys, you just got the best spa." And he would text us like, "You send us a screenshot like, damn, I put this yep. up like five hundred. <laughs> just paid for my whole trip. Yeah, yep. just paid for my whole trip. I'm like, damn, like yeah. So that's wild. Again, you can also be flexible with what we're doing. Again, I I don't know too many professions where this is even possible. Oh, we got to repost that picture when you put it. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Almost yeah. none. Um, yeah, like it's again that's. And Bosis, how you just literally lived your life over there, did what you usually do, and didn't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Am I correct? Right. You would be done with what you're doing, check up on it, and you'd be done. Felt amazing. Like there wasn't a boss who was gonna ask you if what's your report looking like yeah, or whatever. I mean, you know what I mean? It was you. If you didn't want to do it, yeah. it was all on you. Yep. And because you were prepared, you did what you needed to do. It went your way. Mm-hmm. Again, even on vacation. When you can't even be fully like dedicated, uh, eyes on phone all day. Yep. And I think that's the beauty of it is like, even for those that might be working or you know, they're like, oh, I have to work forty hour job. It's okay if you are, but if you get into trading, you you see the re- possibility of changing your future. I think that's why a lot of traders are so happy or just so optimistic about the future because they know that it's a different channel they can take. They don't have to be their whole life until they're 65 or 70 then they can retire right. they know it. okay it might take me till I'm 25 it might take till I'm 30 but I know it will happen man any profession for you to be really good at it is going to take you time yeah exactly. you know what I mean yeah again professional soccer players aren't professional soccer players overnight yeah it takes them 18-20 years for them to be that good and then be professional mm-hmm. basketball players same thing yep they don't just oh, LeBron didn't yeah, just wake LeBron up just didn't wake up uh, most of these athletes like with anything in any profession they work for this their, almost their entire life. Yep. And then they're successful at some point. They go professional. It's and all again, about me. all we see is the success part. So all everyone sees yeah. is the success part. So, so they think it's quick. Yeah. And it's not. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, I know we all have those messages that say, oh, like, um, you made this much. Oh, I just want to give you the money and you do it. Oh, my God. That's like. You know what I mean? Don't, don't get me wrong. We might be set up for that one day. Yeah, one day. But the thing is that it's just not that easy. Yeah. It's, I can't just run to computer you know oh, what I mean it's just, and yeah. first of all that's not what we want to do no why would that's I, not why we got into this that's not what we yeah. got I got I got into this for me to work on my own capital yep and then double triple quadruple that up yep and again we all love trading we see what is possible yep and I don't see that those same things being possible in many other th- um, professions yeah not not on the freedom like yeah. not with the freedom that we have exactly. as full time one thing I love saying is don't chase the money chase the freedom yeah for sure yeah cause the money will always be there yeah I mean and I mean the money you're gonna I mean with the f- money comes with the freedom for sure yeah so again what you can make is also it's unlimited yep yeah. there yep. is no oh I work for such and such my salary is $110,000 Nah, man. If you do very well but, and you know how to do this, but that's the opposite. Though. A lot of people that are in those situations, they have the money, but they don't have the freedom. That you know, exactly. they're just a corporate, yeah. you know, corporate 
whatever you want to call it, and they're stuck their whole life working. They don't have time for their family. They don't have time for their friends. They don't yeah. have time for anything. Yeah, you're making all that money, but what's the use? Like people, so if you're a doctor right now, again, we commend no, we, our yeah, doctors sure, for yeah. doing who really wants to be one right now? That's You're working and I saw, constantly. This is yeah. this is random too, but I saw a lot. Something that sucks about sometimes the country you live in is some of the private hospitals, since they're not getting that normal income from a lot of the other patients, and strictly the COVID nineteen patients, they're cutting some of the doctors' pay right now and some of the essential yeah, hospital so, workers. That just shows that you know it's crazy. Yeah. It's a great profession in theory, but who yeah. really wants to do that right now? And one um, thing, I mean. Just like a little side thing to add is like I want to be there for my kids whenever, you know. Sure. I don't want to miss any important thing in their life that they have going on because of work or because of this. Yep. Yeah. You know, like one picture me and Marlo saw we always laugh at is when this guy that's a trader, yeah. pretty great trader, he was the only guy the only, picking up his yeah. kid at school. Wow. At I think it was 11 12. 12. 12 he was yeah. like, I'm the only father here at 12 in the afternoon and people think I don't have a job. Yeah. Like I would love to be in that position, yeah. where I can just show up and say, "All right, let me pick up my kid, go back home." Man, he must you be know. a bum. Yeah, and I'm, <laughs> again, I feel like again, like you said, don't chase the money, chase the freedom. Being in that, being able to be in that position is priceless. But, yeah, and I think that's what's scary about it. What's scary about it though is like, from when we were kids to growing up, all you see in movies, or all you see in documentaries, all you see in real life is. You see that situation, and that's what's normalized in society is, you know, the, the one of the parents, or maybe both of the parents, they work, 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 they don't have time, but that become normalized, and that's, yeah, I mean, it's scary when you think having, about it. That's, having that 9 to, was it 9 to 5, 9 to 4, or 8 to 4, whatever it might be. 8 yeah. to 4, Whatever it is, five, point yeah. is, there's a reason that happy hour is, what, 5 to 6 or 5 to 7? Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that's not a coincidence. Yeah. They didn't come out with that number. Just out of, out of thin air. Yeah, no, yeah. no, that's, there's a reason for that. People get off of work at that time, they want you to go, you know. Um, socialize there, pay for drinks, such and such. This, this is how you get through that corporate or that normal life. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that is Cookie part cutter. of it. This is no, that is not a coincidence. Yeah. I don't know Make about no you guys, mistake. but I love being like at a mall at like 11 in the morning and oh, it's yeah. like empty. And, and no one's there? Like, yep. It's like the best. Or like a, a grocery store, 11 a.m. It's all empty. I'm like, man, this is, this is why I love being self-employed, you know? So, and what they want to um, add is everyone's situation is different too. I know yeah. some people don't have the chance of like what's it called choosing to like to do that exactly. But again, I will say, but most do have that chance yeah. or opportunity. And even if you think you don't, uh, you don't, you you probably do. Somebody has come from a worse position than you yeah, and made more yeah, money than you. Exactly, so yeah. again, put that into perspective it's too. A, I would say that it's all about priorities. Yeah, mm-hmm. what do you prioritize? Yep, is it going out every weekend? Is that why you don't have money? Yeah. Is it buying the latest shoes or the, or the latest electronics? Yeah. Is that why you don't have money to do this? Yep. Um, why don't you have time? at the casino? Yeah, or is well, it, why don't you have time? Is it because you're up um, at 3 in the morning every day? Yeah. Because Playing you're watching games. Netflix? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but again, it's all about what you're prioritizing. I think that's what's comical about it. I see a lot of people tweeting, what the heck, where's my Trump check at? What the heck, where's my stimulus check at? But I've literally seen them get the last four Jordan retro releases. I've literally seen them at the right. bar every other weekend. And it's mind-boggling because they obviously know where they're spending their money, but they act as, oh, I have no money. It's poor spending habits will eat you alive, and you'll yeah. never be able to get out of that situation. Because yeah. most of the people that we know, I mean, that are usually younger, they live at home half the time. They have um, some amount of income that exceeds their expenses, yeah. but they live as if 
You know, they have no income because they spend it. That's not to like crap on people who like nice things. We love, yeah, we love, especially me, Bochy Smart. We love our shoes, man. Yeah, for sure. But But again, priority. So make more so that I can afford that life. Exactly. Like make more so. Why would I sacrifice? um, Let's just say a thousand dollars on four pair of shoes, um, just for that because I really like them, right? Mm -hmm. Versus okay, let me use a thousand dollars for something that'll make me money. Then I can go buy that. Exactly, you're. It's I'm, flipping the priority. Why would I sacrifice? Yep. That for the, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, exactly. Temporary hardship for long term satisfaction. Yeah. Exactly. That's Perfect. the name of the game. Yeah. That's the name of the game. But uh, not too many people our age or just in general can even put up with that. Yeah. Everyone want. Everyone wants such um, immediate gratification. Gratification. Yep. They can't stand having to wait. Yeah. And we're not. We're not. We're not, we're not docking anyone that likes that. We're just saying mm-hmm. that. If you put your mind to now, it, you could be able. If that's what you want to do, right? I'm more yeah. proud of you. But if you're coming around saying, "Yo, I'm wanting to make, I'm wanting to do this, I'm wanting to do that," yeah. But you say, "But I can't." Like you, like Kyle said, you probably can. It's just about what you're prioritizing, what you really are putting your money or your time yeah. to use for. I got bills. Okay, <laughs> we, we all, all do. Bills, man. Yeah, that's not an excuse. You have to, it's again I priorities. Say, I would say there are rare cases out there that I'm sure. Okay, that maybe they really got it tough and they can't. Yeah, yeah. But for the most part, again, a somebody a came from a worse position than you and exactly. got rich. I'm just gonna say, yeah, exactly. somebody you know. came from much worse and yeah. somehow made it. So yeah, I don't think there's much. That's why personally, I, I definitely when Bochy came to me about it and I took that initiative saying there's no excuse for me not to do this. Yeah, if this is what I want to do. I'm not gonna just go. Maybe I'll do it in six months. Maybe I'll do it next year. Now. Yeah. I'm going to just do it now. Yeah. I have no excuses. He, like, really approached me about it last two quarters of senior year, and I s- literally threw that to the side and was like, this is it. Obviously, I still graduated, but <laughs> I was, like, not – let's just say I was not in the lab doing homework. I was in the lab learning about the stock market. Exactly. So I think yeah. that's a very long-winded discussion about <laughs> motivation, but I think yeah. a needed one, especially hey, during times I mean, like this. did – Catching up with two weeks, we missed a week. Yeah, so, so exactly. we're, we're really making it up to Not you guys. To mention, this today. is specifically for what we do. Yeah, and anyone listening to this most likely is interested in somewhat yeah. in what we do. So this is the reality yeah. of being, you know, a day trader, a stock yeah. trader. Yeah. This is the mentality you have to have, or the psyche, yeah. um, needed to be in this. You and also have to be someone that likes to thrive under pressure. Yeah. I will say that too, because the pressure is on every day. Yep. Once that bell rings. If you're someone that has always like ran away from pressure, then you got to work on that characteristic first yeah. before you get into trading. For One sure. of my favorite quotes, Rocky, is not about how hard you hit, it's about how hard you get hit and can keep moving forward. Yep. Yeah. Yep. For so, sure. I think. Uh, yeah. And, uh, I think it's almost time to close just, up shop. Yeah. Real I think quick. So. Um, yeah. Your favorite say, stocks of the week. Yeah. Man. I was yeah, just gonna say. Let's quick, get into that. Quick. And then, not going into debt. Just. Yeah. I'll say I'll start off. I'll go with uh, J&J, like I said earlier. Ernie's this week, and I think I'm going to make a bold statement real quick. I think he's going to hit all-time highs. Okay. Okay. I see that. Wow. I'll okay. be looking at the banks this week and still, you know, all of our normals wrote Shopify. I'll probably be looking at Costco, so just to see what happens. And mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'll go. I'm really going to be watching JPM and GS. I've, I'm not a huge bank trader, but this week intrigues me a lot with, with those two. For sure. Um, I'm going to say Square. I love what Square did last week. Mm-hmm. And I want to see if it keeps with that momentum. Because it has been able to for about two weeks. 
So I'm going to keep that on my, on my list. Yeah. Also, I think I'll have shop in the rotation after last week. True. Uh, it was yeah. very good to me, and I think it'll continue to have the volume. So yeah. Don't sleep on UNH. Yeah, yeah. Their earnings will yeah. be interesting as well. First week of earnings. Um, those are our favorites. Guys, that'll be it for this one. Yep. I just want to quickly say, if you don't already follow us, go ahead and follow us at Ultra Instinct Trading. Um, we have our Twitter also, Ultra Instinct, Tra- Ultra Instinct Trading TG. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, then we also have, oh, and then go ahead and visit our website, yep. ultrainstinctrading.com. Um, learn the, on IG and Twitter. It's also on our IG. It's on our Twitter. Yep. Um, but definitely check us out there. Uh, we'll be back next week as well. Yeah. Let us know what you think of the podcast. For sure. Oh, leave feedback. This, yeah. this will be on Apple podcast. Hopefully this week it will be on Spotify again. Leave a review. Um, give us any feedback. Whether that's through our Ultra account or the Apple review. Yeah, we may have to shout out some five-star reviews if we get some, huh? Oh, yeah. yeah. For sure. We're definitely going to get better. This is our third one. We got the equipment ready. We got everything up and running. So it's only going to get better from here. Exactly. It'll only get better from here, guys. Again, thank you for listening. And we are out. Yeah. Appreciate you guys. guys. Trade safe, everyone. Peace. Have a good Easter weekend.